Comprehensive, relevant, and insightful conversations about health and medicine happen here at MedStar Health Doc Talk. Today, we're discussing the use of CyberKnife radiation treatment to treat prostate cancer. We're talking today with Dr. Sean Collins, a radiation oncologist and director of the CyberKnife Prostate Program at MedStar Georgetown University Hospital in Washington, D.C. Dr. Collins, welcome to Doc Talk. Well, thanks for having me here because this is a really important topic to talk about. So let's start broadly with CyberKnife as a whole. What is CyberKnife radiation treatment for prostate cancer? You know what the funny thing is that they call it CyberKnife, but it's not really a knife at all. It's just the most accurate radiation therapy device in the world. So it targets prostate cancer with sub-millimeter accuracy and tracks your prostate as it moves. And then it treats your prostate with hundreds of beams of laser-type radiation to your prostate. And the reason why this is important is because there are a lot of critical structures near your prostate. So your bladder is next to your prostate, your rectum is next to your prostate, your penis is next to your prostate. And these are structures that we don't want to give too much radiation to. So that sub-millimeter accuracy is critically important. So you said it's not a knife, despite the name. So what exactly is the CyberKnife machine? It is a robotic arm. It's actually the same robotic arm they use to make Mercedes-Benz that is very accurate with a small linear accelerator on top of it that gives radiation beams to your prostate. It's also cool because it has a nice, comfortable couch that moves with six degrees of rotation. So it's sub-millimeter accuracy for all directions plus all rotations. It is the most accurate radiation device in the world. Okay, so we know it's extremely accurate, a lot of avoiding radiation to surrounding tissue. What are some other benefits patients can expect when they get treatment with CyberKnife for prostate cancer? Well, that's what the really cool thing is, because I've been doing this for 20 years, okay? We used to have to treat people five days a week for eight weeks in a row. By the way, I'm treating a lot of 60, 70-year-old guys. They're busy. (laughs) They don't want to be in my clinic five days a week for eight weeks. They want to be traveling. They want to be seeing Europe. They want to be hanging out with their grandkids. They want to be focusing on their hobbies. They want to be golfing. They don't want to be hanging out in in an oncology department, and they should be enjoying themselves in retirement. So walk me through now, what might a typical course of radiation look like for someone not using CyberKnife and then compare that to someone who is being treated with CyberKnife? So when you're getting um, um, what I would call conventional fractionated radiation, um, you're going in each day and they're trying their best to set up accurately, but it's not submillimeter accuracy. They have to give you a little radiation each day because they're treating too much bladder, too much rectum every time they treat. So they give you a little radiation each day, five days a week for eight weeks. Your bladder, your rectum, and your penis can repair so that they don't get overly damaged. I think the better approach is the CyberKnife approach where you do the radiation really accurately You don't have to treat a lot of the bladder, rectum, and the penis, and you can give the radiation more quickly in five large doses of radiation over two weeks versus 40 doses of radiation over eight weeks. Now, the thing that we've learned more recently is that that's actually radiobiologically more effective. So it's more effective giving five large doses of radiation than 40 small doses of radiation. 
So we have a better chance of curing you with the five large doses of radiation than the 40 small doses of radiation. I want to follow up on that and talk more about our findings. So first of all, how new is this technology and what have we learned since we started using it that we can tell patients about it? So uh, when I started using this technology 17 years ago, we actually didn't know a lot about it. I was one of the first people in the world to actually use the technology. And because I have such a great program at MedStar Georgetown University Hospital, um, we actually not only do we treat patients, but we actually follow them too. So once you're my patient, you're my patient forever. Because the only way to make our treatments better is to follow our patients, find out what toxicities we do have, and know how to manage them. So one of the things that we've learned is when we treat people with the CyberKnife, we usually now give them medications before we do the treatment to help their urination. And we didn't know that before, and now we know that. We know which diet is the best diet for patients to be on so that they have less side effects when they're getting radiation to their CyberKnife. I wouldn't know that unless I had followed my patients to two, over 2,000 patients we've treated that we've been following since the day that we started our program. And we, now we know how to better treat our patients. So it's safe to say that the CyberKnife Prostate Program here at MedStar Georgetown has loads of experience. You yourself said 17 years now working with CyberKnife. So when a patient comes in, they're diagnosed, what is the process going to look like? Start me with a diagnosis to say, hey, we're going to use CyberKnife and then go from there. Well, the thing is that like, because I know so much about the treatment, I feel very comfortable. The first day I meet you, I explain all of your treatment options. I'm actually really lucky. I get to work with the best surgeons in the Washington, D.C. area. Our prostate surgeons are amazing with great outcomes. I work with the best medical oncologists in the Washington, D.C. area because we have the Lombardi Cancer Center. We have the best radiologists in the Washington, D.C. area because I order so many MRIs for the treatment planning process with the CyberKnife that our radiologists are very experienced at reading prostate MRIs. Uh, we have great support services. Uh, we have um, great dietitians. We have uh, mental health counselors. So I'm very happy with the program that I work in. So I will talk to you. If you're a candidate for the CyberKnife, and most men with prostate cancer are candidates for the CyberKnife, then I go by the step-by-step by step instructions of how we treat someone. So if you decide to get treated with the CyberKnife, the first thing that we generally do is put gold markers in your prostate that allow the CyberKnife to track your prostate because your prostate moves and we don't want to miss it. Okay. So um, um, over the 17 years that we've been doing this, we've become very good at placing the gold markers. And more importantly, even more recently, we've now discovered that by putting a gel, a temporary gel between your prostate and your rectum, we can actually reduce the dose to your rectum even more. And we're now world experts at rectal spacers or rectal gels to reduce the risk of side effects during the CyberKnife. We've been doing that for six years now. We've done hundreds of them. We're very good at placing them. And we think that they really help reduce side effects. Um, we're also very good at doing the, um, doing the hormonal treatments. I work with Dr. Dawson, Dr. Legier, and Dr. Phillips. And some patients with higher risk cancers need hormonal therapy. What we've discovered is that um, we used to do these injections in the buttocks that some patients found very painful. Recently, new medications have come out that have not required the injections, and the testosterone suppression is more temporary. 
And we are now commonly using pills instead of injections when we do the hormonal therapy. So um, we've been very happy with our experience and our outcomes. So suffice to say, we have a lot of space covered leading up to a diagnosis. Someone comes in for CyberKnife post-treatment. So let's talk about someone comes in for a treatment session. Yeah. What is the machine going to do? So we get the goal markers in, we get the gel in, you come back a week later and we get the treatment planning MRI and CT scan. The MRI helps me tell the computer what to hit and what not to hit. And then um, you come for five treatments over two weeks. So you come on a Monday, that's usually the first treatment. You lay flat on a table that's relatively comfortable and we put music on for you. Most 70 year old guys fall asleep when they lay down on a table and usually they fall asleep and the machine sets up to their goal markers. Um, it's not a, it's not an enclosed space. The CyberKnife suite is an open space. If you're claustrophobic, it won't bother you at all. You lay flat. The machine is far away from you. It doesn't get too close to you. And most guys fall asleep. They get up 35 minutes later and they're like, did you guys do anything? They didn't. Wow. Feel, there was no pain. They didn't feel anything. They didn't smell anything. It was very comfortable. They get off the table. They're like, did you do anything? Now, around the fourth treatment, your prostate can swell a little bit, and you can develop some urinary symptoms like urinary frequency, urinary burning, a little bit of urgency. But we give you medications to prevent that problem because we have a lot of experience and we know which medications work. We make you do a low-fiber diet during the radiation to keep your rectum small during the radiation. Um, it's called the American diet. It's fish, uh, meat, spaghetti, white bread, no salads, no vegetables, no beans for about a month. Most guys tolerate it well. They have minimal bowel symptoms because they have the gel placed. The CyberKnife's really accurate. Um, and plus, they do the low-fiber diet. So um, usually, they don't have bowel symptoms at all. So we've talked about all these benefits of CyberKnife, and the whole process sounds very easy for many patients. Is there a potential that CyberKnife could be standard of care for other forms of cancer in the future? And, and why are we talking about prostate specifically? So people are always like, oh, I'm not a candidate. for I have prostate cancer. I'm not a candidate. I mean, almost everybody is a candidate for CyberKnife that has prostate cancer. If you have a low or intermediate risk prostate cancer, we usually treat you with five large doses of radiation with the CyberKnife. If you have high-risk prostate cancer, sometimes we combine the CyberKnife with other forms of radiation to treat the pelvic lymph nodes. If you have cancer in other lymph nodes that have recurred after prostate cancer treatment, we can radiate those with the CyberKnife. Um, if you have bone metastases that are causing you pain, we can radiate those with the CyberKnife. So it can treat many different aspects of prostate cancer. But to be honest with you, we, I've been working with the CyberKnife for 21 years. It was developed by a neurosurgeon and was primarily designed to treat brain tumors. It is very effective at treating brain tumors. Then a smart, a smart neurosurgeon who worked at Georgetown developed an approach to treating spine metastases with the, the CyberKnife, and then it just took off. Now you can get lung cancers treated with the CyberKnife. If you have a liver cancer, it can be treated with the CyberKnife. If you have a pancreas cancer, it can be treated with the CyberKnife. So um, the CyberKnife is a tool that we've had for 21 years. Because we've had it for 21 years, we've discovered what it's good at, and it's good at a lot of different things. Yeah, it sounds like it's potentially beneficial to so many people. Why should someone choose MedStar Georgetown for their CyberKnife prostate cancer care? Well, to me, uh, that's easy. Uh, we've had the machine for the longest. Um, 
We're highly experienced with prostate cancer. We were early adopters. We've been using it for 17 years. We've treated more than 2,000 patients with it. We don't treat you and then never see you again. We treat you and we follow you for the rest of your life because we want to be with you throughout the entire process. We don't want to just treat you and then say goodbye. Um, I want to know how you're doing. I want to get Christmas cards from you. <laughs> I want to get you know things that are telling me how your PSA is going. Are you having any side effects from the treatment? Because we can help you. If you have a problem, we can help you. It's a thing we always say at Mesto Georgetown, right? Care personnel is care for the whole person, not yeah. just not just healthcare treatment. I mean, to me, um, I don't know. Prostate cancer is a disease of older men. Uh, it's not easy getting older. Um, and um, I try to help the whole person, not just their prostate cancer. If I'm not the right doctor at MedStar Georgetown University Hospital, I've been here for 21 years. I know who the right doctor is. Right. And um, usually they want to help. One of my favorite things about the CyberKnife is that um, when I was a resident here at Georgetown, um, you know, over 20 years ago, um, and we used to treat people with eight weeks of daily radiation, people who lived far away couldn't get the benefits of our treatment because they just couldn't live here for eight weeks. So the thing that makes me the happiest is when we have a patient who, um, you know, lives three hours away from any major radiation center and they're not wealthy. They don't have the ability to move somewhere for two months and we can have them come here for seven visits and get treated in a much more convenient form of radiation that's equally or more effective with less side effects. So every day um, I wake up I'm thinking, I can help more people because I have the CyberKnife. Is there anybody who might not be a candidate for CyberKnife treatment? You know, that's, uh, that's interesting because 21 years ago when we started having a CyberKnife and then 17 years ago when we started doing prostate cancer, people were always trying to make up reasons why you couldn't have a CyberKnife. Like the one was like, oh, your prostate's too big. They can't treat you with five large doses of radiation. Uh, prostate size has very little impact on the treatment. So there's a treatment called brachytherapy or radioactive seeds. And if you have a large prostate, you can't get that procedure done. That is not the case with the CyberKnife. People used to think that, oh, if you have a lot of urinary symptoms, you can't get CyberKnife treatment. Well, we've discovered by following our patients for the last 17 years is men with a lot of urinary symptoms prior to CyberKnife treatment Actually, as time goes on, they have less and less symptoms and less symptoms than they had before the treatment. So having urinary symptoms is not a contraindication to getting CyberKnife treatment. You know, there are some people who have increased sensitivity to radiation, um, like they have either they're on blood thinners that make them prone to bleeding from their rectum, or they've had previous radiation to their rectum for other cancers, or they've had diseases like ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, where their, their rectums are very sensitive to radiation, the CyberKnife is great for them because it really reduces, by being very accurate and having very tight margins, it reduces the amount of rectum that gets exposed to the radiation. So I would argue that the CyberKnife is the best treatment for people with ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, or other, you know, on blood thinners, or have had previous radiation or something like rectal cancer. 20 years ago, we used to think that people who had previous surgeries on their prostate might not be candidates for CyberKnife. So 
Unfortunately, men, as they get older, their prostates grow, and some of them go into urinary retention and cannot urinate. And sometimes urologists have to do surgeries on the center part of the prostate. And we used to think that patients who had those surgeries were not candidates for CyberKnife. And what we've discovered treating people over the last 17 years, over 2,000 patients, many of them have had transurethral resections of their prostate. They do fine with CyberKnife treatment. With the CyberKnife treatment, we use treatment planning MRIs that are very high resolution because we have really good radiologists. And you can see those defects in the prostate really well. And because you can see them really well, you can spare them the radiation. So at Georgetown, it is safe to treat patients who've had previous TERPs because of the the great team that we have. You talked earlier about how patients with prostate cancer who come to MedStar Georgetown will encounter oncologists, surgeons, and then the radiation oncologists. What is the benefit to a patient of working with all those different people and the team approach that we have at MedStar Georgetown? Okay, I hate to admit this. Um, the urologists are better at placing the goal markers in the gel than I am. I, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm not a surgeon. I'm a radiation oncologist. Um, and I can't do everything myself. Like, um, I would say I'm so happy that the urologists that we have are so special. And I mean, urologists are busy doctors, but when I ask them, when I tell them I need help, they're always there for me. And the same thing applies for our medical oncologists. I mean, um, hormonal therapies that we give for prostate cancer have a lot of side effects. And I need help uh, managing those side effects. And um, I'm, I'm amazed at how eager they, my colleagues are to help me. Really holding the hand of the patient this entire way from, like we said, diagnosis to treatment to follow up as yeah, well. I mean, it's, I mean, our medical oncologists, like, they almost treat the, the patients like they're their children. You know what I mean? I'm like, I mean, I try my best to be a really good doctor, but our medical oncologists are special. Mm -hmm. um, our surgeons, our urologic surgeons, um, I mean, are just spectacular. I mean, I... I I never see major complications. I'm like, how do these guys do it? I mean, so I am lucky and blessed. First of all, I'm lucky and blessed to live in Washington, D.C. I love it here. And I'm lucky and blessed that other great people have, have come here. And, um, and I, I benefit every day from their skills. And I'm very lucky to have them. What does the recovery timeline look like for someone who's treated with CyberKnife? So, I mean, people are busy in their 60s and 70s now. Like, people aren't retiring at 65 anymore. I mean, I have some guys that, that are at the peak of their careers and they're 70. Mm -hmm. right? So, you don't you can get CyberKnife treatment for your prostate and not miss a day of work, maybe one day. <laughs> okay, but when you're here. When you're here, right. but I mean, you I mean, it is like no break in your life. Okay, um, you know, you can still play golf every weekend. Um, don't blame me if your putting isn't going well. <laughs> it has it's it does not affect your golf game. You should enjoy your life. You should spend time with your family. Um, it's only a couple of weeks of treatment. Then you can go to Europe. You know, once you know, a week after the treatment's over, you can fly to Europe. Um, it's not a problem. You want to go to the Galapagos, you can go to the Galapagos. You want to go camping in New Zealand, you can go camping in New Zealand. Um, people have worked their entire lives. This is at their their you know their time for them, and they're getting stuck with prostate cancer. They did nothing wrong. Prostate cancer happens to nice guys who are just getting older. It's a disease of aging. They don't deserve to be punished 
for the fact that they got this cancer. We should just fix the problem and let them go live their lives. So, Dr. Collins, why does it excite you to work in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C.? Okay, I, I mean, Washington, D.C. is the best place in the world to live, first of all. And second of all, it's the capital of prostate cancer in the United States. It has the highest incidence of prostate cancer in the United States wow. and probably in the world. So um, I am so lucky that I have great technology. I have a great team where I can, can help young men with prostate cancer because a lot, unfortunately we have a large African-American population who gets prostate cancer at a younger age and can behave more aggressively. Um, so I love treating, helping the, take care of those men who are getting prostate cancer in the prime of their lives. We, this is such a great city to live in that we attract really good other doctors too. Other, and by the way, I mean, our nurses are spectacular. MedStar Georgetown has a long history of having outstanding nursing. And it's not just about doing the care. It's about actually caring. Mm -hmm. um, and um, we're a magnet nursing hospital. And I just think it, it shows every time they interact with the patients. And um, so I'm really happy that I, I get you know, that Georgetown kind of caring. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us, Dr. Collins. We hope you've enjoyed learning about the use of CyberKnife radiation treatment to treat prostate cancer. We've been talking today with Dr. Sean Collins of MedStar Georgetown University Hospital in Washington, D.C. For more information on CyberKnife radiation treatment at MedStar Georgetown, visit medstarhealth.org slash cyberknife now or call 202-444-4639.